0: Welcome to Take 10 with Pastor Don. I'm Don McGarvey, pastor of the Troy Mills Christian Church in Troy Mills, Iowa. Have you ever been confronted with a situation where you just didn't know what to do? I can hear some of you say, how many times do you want to know about? Well, life can come at you hard and fast with a lot of moving parts these days. As parents and grandparents, we are going to be faced with challenges in the lives of our children that we've never had to deal with before. Changes in life can come quicker than we can process them. Many of us feel as if we're lagging behind all the time. A friend of mine one time told me that all these changes coming in his life was a lot like trying to take a drink out of a fire hose. (laughs) It's just tough to do. I've heard folks talk about how they're going through life fueling as if they don't know enough about anything anymore. It's not a matter of us not knowing things or being intelligent. We are intelligent and we know a lot of things. Most of us know more than we've ever known before. All of us have information literally at our fingertips. More information than we will ever be able to process. Google and YouTube are limitless sources of information but they also seem to add to the confusion and to the feelings of inadequacy that most of us are dealing with. In the Bible, specifically in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20, we read about a dire set of circumstances. The king of Judah was Jehoshaphat. He was a good guy, godly king, But he woke up one morning and he was faced with a life and death situation that he had never had to deal with before. He woke up to the news that the armies of three enemy nations had lined up at the borders of his kingdom and were preparing to attack. He didn't know what to do. If you read in the New Living Translation, one of my favorites, it says in the third verse of 2 Chronicles chapter 20, that Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and he begged the Lord for guidance. It also says he ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. Now, if you're not familiar with fasting, that's when you give up something, whether it's food or sweets or reading or coffee or whatever. You give that up and you you spend time in prayer but denying yourself of whatever it is that you fasting. It's an intense time of prayer. Most folks, too, most folks who fast are facing some dire situation, such as Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah were facing. It literally was life and death. It was a great prayer meeting. People from all over came to Jerusalem to join with their king, asking or begging God for help. The king's prayer starts in verse 6 and goes through verse 12. I want to focus on verse 12. It's a prayer that I've prayed on several occasions. Here's what it says. The king says, Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do. But we are looking to you for help. We don't know what to do, but if you tell us what to do, we'll do it. And you know, that's exactly what happened. God spoke through one of the men, a prophet, and gave specific instructions about what to do. Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah followed God's orders, and God helped them defeat their enemies. Actually, their enemies defeated one another. It's a great story. Read. 2 Chronicles chapter 20 sometime, you'll be blessed. I mentioned this past Sunday in the sermon at Troy Mills Christian Church about how God uh, has given us insight into his being through the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 55 and verses 8 and 9, here's what God told Isaiah to tell us. He says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Now, when I was a kid growing up in the church, this passage of Scripture was often used, and more times than not, we came out of uh, teaching on this Scripture feeling like we were... we didn't know anything... And he's not saying that we don't know anything or that we're dumb. He's saying that you're very, very intelligent. That's not because God made us. God's not going to make somebody that's not capable of being intelligent because that's contrary to his nature. We are intelligent. But what he's saying in those two verses in Isaiah 55 is that as smart as you and I might be, I'm sure you're smarter, As smart as we might be, God's smarter. He's more intelligent. He knows more about what's going on than we do. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's been around forever and will be around forever. All things exist through him, because of him, and by him. So God is much more intelligent about things than we are. So it only makes sense that in those times when we don't know what to do, the smart thing is to ask God what he thinks we should do, and then for us to do it. Later in the New Testament, Jesus' little brother, James, wrote a powerful word for us in James chapter 1 and verse 5. He said, listen, he said, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He won't rebuke you for asking. He won't ridicule you. He won't make fun of you because you don't know what to do. He, But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. So he won't rebuke you for asking, but when we ask, we need to be sure our faith is in him alone. Now, another way to put that would be to say when you ask God for wisdom, make sure you do what he says. Don't modify it with your own wisdom. Sometimes when we don't know what to do, our pride gets in the way and We're embarrassed to admit that we don't know what to do. This usually results in our not asking, or we rely on our own intellect, as great as it might be, or perhaps we even rely on our past experiences. But I could tell you that in our world today, with all the changes, our intellect is often not sufficient, and our past experiences don't even come close to comparing with what's going on today. It kind of gives a whole new perspective on what Solomon wrote in the book of Proverbs. In chapter 14 of Proverbs, in verse 12, he says, There's a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. Let me paraphrase that a little bit. There's a path before each person that maybe in times past was right, but it's not enough today, and it will end up in your destruction. He also warned us about depending on our own experiences in Proverbs chapter 3. He said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding. It's not enough. As great as it might be and as deep as it might be, it's not enough for for the world today. He said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That word heart encompasses our intellect, our will, and our emotions, our thoughts, all the things that would normally form the decision-making process for most of us. But as Solomon wrote, those things aren't always enough. We need wisdom that is higher than ours. We need understanding that is greater than ours. We need an understanding and a wisdom that sees the end of things as well as the beginning because all we see is the beginning or where we are in the process. And sometimes that's kind of intimidating, kind of scary, kind of deceptive at times as well. That kind of wisdom can only come to us from God and God alone. There are many examples in the scriptures of people who ask God for help, and he provides exactly what they need. So when you don't know what to do, ask God. Don't be afraid. He wants to help you. And don't be embarrassed. He knows you better than you know yourself, and he knows that you don't know what to do. So admit it. Admit it to yourself. Admit it to others that you don't know what to do, but you know that God knows, and you're going to ask him, and then you're going to do what he says to do. He's waiting on us to get over ourselves, to put our trust in him, and to experience the victory and the blessings of obeying his word for your life. Well, that's our time for today. Thanks for joining us for Take 10 with Pastor Don. Thanks also for subscribing to the podcast on the platform you're listening on. If this is your first time listening, please ring the bell and subscribe. And if you feel comfortable with doing so, please let your friends know about us too. Thanks again and God bless.